Welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is Spells, Parasites of the Mind, written by Justin Alexander and originally published in March of 2011 on his blog The Alexandrian at thealexandrian.net. Spells, Parasites of the Mind The casting of magical rituals was once a lengthy and time-consuming process, one which often required the combined efforts of entire covens or wizard circles to complete. All of that changed, however, when wizards first discovered spells. The earliest spells were dangerous and unstable, Parasitic horrors from a primordial protoplane of raw magical essence which feasted mimetically upon the sanity of those they infected. But whether by accident or design, a small band of wizards managed to tame the spells to their own purposes. With proper training, they learned that these living parasites could hold complex rituals in a state of pressurized mimetic potential. And then, by infecting themselves, they discovered that they could release the entrapped rituals upon command. Magical rites that had once taken hours, days, or even months to cast could now be unleashed in minutes, and later, as their arts improved, in mere moments. The world was transformed. The parasites, of course, were consumed in their casting, and so, every morning, wizards find themselves preparing fresh spells and then infecting their minds with them. It takes years of practice to perfect the finely honed balance required to sustain even a single spell parasite in your mind, without being driven mad by its thought-consuming proclivity. The ability to sustain multiple spells in this state of mind-rending follows more quickly, but it is always a delicate balance between power and madness for those who would follow such a path. Generations passed before the spell parasites mutated again. Those possessed of rich magical bloodlines began to be born infested with the parasites. Women died in horrific, unspeakable childbirths. The nature and fate of their spawn better left unspoken. Fears of plague and mass extinction followed. But then a state of symbiosis was once again found with the new form of the parasites. Some children were born infested with parasites, but appeared otherwise normal. Some felt that the parasites had mutated into a more benign form. Others whispered worries, hurled epithets, and named them plague-bearers. Time, however, would eventually name them sorcerers. Unlike their wizardly brethren, who were forced to carefully prepare each spell before infecting themselves with it, the roiling mass of parasitic entities running rampant through their bloodstreams allowed these sorcerers to unleash extemporaneous magical assaults. Some found that they could literally burn out their infections by simply expending their parasites in overwhelming magical onslaughts. Unfortunately, not all of these outbursts were controlled ones. But other sorcerers discovered that as long as they were careful not to burn out all of the potential parasites they hosted, a symbiosis of sorts could be maintained as the parasites regained their strength each day. Some named the world a better place for the perfection of these magical arts. 
Others still watch the plague-bearers warily, worried that some greater horror may emerge from the thought-eating worms which roam unchecked through the minds of all magicians. And then there are others, who whisper that spells may be but a lesser order of beings from that distant protoplane of magic. If so, what greater terrors might be unleashed from such a place? That was Spells, Parasites of the Mind, written by Justin Alexander and read for you by Nick L.S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project which works with authors to make great RPG blogs more accessible through audio recordings. It's a community effort which you can participate in by giving me permission to read from your blog if you have one. You can get in touch by email ls at paperspencils.com. And thank you very much for listening.